I am so glad you are joining us for this week's episode. You know, here at Rising Above, we are in our series called Peace in the Chaos. And I will tell you that uh, right now, I need this series more than ever. As you can hear, I've got a bit of a cold. And for the past um, week and a half, going on two weeks now, I guess, by the time this airs, my son has been sick with an upper respiratory infection. He lovingly passed it on to me. And uh, we have been, you know, living the the sick life at our house. And you know how it is, especially these parents with a lot of our kiddos that when they get sick, it is a ripple effect. It affects so many different things from seizure activity to um, just other things in their lives, like not wanting to eat or drink. And how are we going to do that when they're not eating and drinking? And I'm telling you, this last few weeks have been uh, very chaotic on top of everything else chaotic that's going on in the world. And so much so that this episode that you're going to get to hear today, the original plan was that I was going to interview my friend, Melanie Gomez. I wanted to have Melanie on the podcast again, because she is such a positive, inspiring person. And I wanted to hear her perspective on how she has peace in the chaos. Well, we had had one time set up to get to record several weeks ago, something came up on her end, and we weren't able to record. So we rescheduled for another day. And with my son being sick, I wasn't able to do that. So we had said, okay, Saturday, we're going to find a way on Saturday to make this happen. And we made plans. I brought a caregiver in for my son. And our plan was at nine o'clock on Saturday, we were going to record the podcast. Now, she was on a trip out of town. She was going to just take a few minutes away from her hotel room to record this podcast with me. And I was going to find a quiet place at my house to record the podcast. But as special needs life goes, that didn't happen. We were set to record and just minutes before we were to start recording, my son had a seizure. So we had to put it on hold again. And she was gracious enough. She sent me a message later in the day and said, you know what, how about if I just record by myself, and then you can use that part. And I, then I could record an intro and an, and an end. And so that's what we are doing with this episode. I so wanted to be able to have a conversation with her. But because of the chaos in my life, that just didn't happen. So I know that you are so going to love what Melanie has to say. She is honestly, one of my most favorite people in the whole wide world. She is so encouraging. She speaks truth. And she speaks it with authority because she has lived it. And she just is such an encourager to me and so many other people. And I know that you're going to love what she has to say. So if you haven't already joined us for our new Peace in the Chaos study, just go over to our website to the blog and you will find a short teaching video from me each week along with a downloadable PDF that'll have that week's lesson. And so it's been a great series. I will just tell you, with what I've been going through here with my son this past few weeks, I it has been such a reminder to me about how I can find peace, even in the chaos that's swirling around me. And friends, we need peace right now. 
The world is so chaotic. There are so many things happening on so many levels. And then we add in our life as special needs parents. It can be overwhelming. And so I know for me, it has been such a blessing to be part of the series, to to go through this and be reminded of the truth from God's word that, that Jesus left us peace. I will just tell you that over these past few weeks, it has been such a blessing to me to be in the series, being reminded of the truth of God's word, that he is here with us, that he is walking this life out with us, and we are not alone on this journey. And remind, be, being reminded of the truth in his word has been such a help to me on these long, long nights where my son is not sleeping, trying to help him get better, me being sick, we need to have the peace that only comes from our Heavenly Father. And so if you've not been over to the the website yet, please go over there, check out all of the information there, the teaching video, the downloadable PDF, where you can be part of the series where we can all learn to have peace in the chaos. So here's the recording from Melanie. And Melanie, I just want to say a special thank you for your willingness to do this. You wanted to make sure that this recording got done. And I am so grateful for your heart for special needs families and for your willingness to um, make this happen. And so thank you so much, Melanie. And I can't wait to hear your words of wisdom. Hello there. I am so so honored to be able to come and speak with you a little bit about peace in the chaos and about this fantastic series um, that you're all taking part in and and how that applies to my life, how that applies to us, particularly as special needs moms. And you know what? I wanted to start um, before we get into this week's subject matter. I wanted to start by just saying in general, you know, there's something that I noticed about myself early on in my special needs mom journey, which was that it was hard for me to receive a word like, here's how you can have peace in your chaos from somebody who didn't have a special needs child. And I'm going to be really transparent and say to you that when a typical mom who had the cutest little you know, three-year-old and six-year-old, and they were in ballet and soccer, and they were just living their lives. If that mom would get up and say to me, you know, maybe at a ladies group or a meeting or something, you know, here's my top tips for peace in the chaos. And here's what I do. I will tell you that I would probably have checked out a little bit. Like she does not know. She does. She doesn't know chaos. She doesn't know. Um, my version of chaos and I would really it was hard for me to receive from a mom who wasn't a special needs mom it was my you know it's definitely the enemy's way of getting me to not listen to wisdom because I would say well they don't know they don't even have a clue they don't understand Um, you can't have peace in my chaos like and so I wanted to just start by saying that this study and every mom you're going to hear from um, and And this ministry, you are hearing from special needs moms, you are hearing from women who have experienced peace in the chaos. 
so much, though, that this session that I'm about to just chat with you about a little bit has been scheduled multiple times. And you know what? Chaos has broken out. Real, true, special needs flavored chaos has broken out in my life, in Becky's life. And so I want to first say you are hearing peace in the chaos from women who truly understand what you mean by chaos. No, we can't walk in your shoes and we don't know exactly specifically your situation, but I just want to, I just want to put that out there and say, listen, we're not over here selling you some rose colored glasses, but we don't know. Yes, we know. Yes, we do. And so let those defenses down to receive the truth of peace and the chaos from some who've, who've been in real chaos, just like you are. And that's not to minimize anybody else's life or anybody else's walk, but sometimes that matters. Sometimes that matters to our heart and to our mind to know who we're hearing from, right? That's, I believe that's why God has allowed me to walk through some special needs chaos so I can minister to other special needs moms in a really unique way. Um, and the other thing I want to say is that, um, you know, my son is 21. Becky's son is older. And so I also don't want you to think, well, you know what, their kids are in their 20s. So they're having to reach way back in the recesses of their memories to know what I'm going through, you know, um, what we just came out of in the NICU or what I'm going through with my baby who cries all night and, and I haven't slept in two months or whatever. Um, I want to also say that as a special needs mom, I still find myself in the midst of the chaos. Becky still finds herself in the middle of some chaos. So for better or worse, that journey has remained with, with bouts of chaos that are maybe more chaotic as the years go on. So we're not also preaching to you from a different place that we can't remember any stage of mothering. Um, and we can't remember chaos and it's fresh and it's new. And in the past few weeks, I have wept over some chaos with my special needs son. Like I said, Becky and I were supposed to have this conversation together and severe chaos in her, in her life and with her sweet son has, has caused us to not even be able to connect and speak at the same moment together. So I'm just putting that out there sort of as a preamble, as you know, one of those disclaimers you get on a product to say, listen to this piece, trust this piece message that we're giving you, trust this word and, and know that we've, it's already been tested and tried in our lives for over 20 years. So what we're saying to you um, is true and it works. And it's the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow. Um, so I just wanted to start with that before we get into the actual, you know, talking about this week. And it was such a great week in the study um, about peace and the chaos. Um, so now let's dig in. This, this past week, we looked specifically at how we can keep our peace by remembering who God is. And that is such a powerful, powerful lesson um, to learn. And it is absolutely true that that is how I keep my peace. That's how I regain my peace. Because I will say that, yes, have there been moments very recently where peace has left me for a minute? Yes, it has. But I can regain it 
And I know now, at least I've practiced it enough to know how to regain my peace when it, when it tries to run out the door. Um, and it's by remembering who God is. And so one of the things I want to call out to you is the thankfulness prayers that you're going to have. I, I noticed every single day, a thankfulness prayer. This study nails it as far as helping you remember who God is through thankfulness. I practice that daily right now, and it is my peace. And so make sure you're doing all of that. And you are really, these are practices to help you develop habits that will bring you peace in every season um, as you as you go through this life. Um, and so the, the scripture verse, I think hit, you know, our first um, God is everywhere. Um, the scripture verse is just hits that so well. He counts the stars and calls them all by name. I mean, just the immenseness of God in the entire universe is so beautifully on display there. And I know for me, this truth um, has been my peace very specifically when my child is not with me, when my son is not with me. I remember the first time when he was in an early intervention program um, and he had to go on a bus, uh, be strapped into a little seat and go on a bus. I will tell you that that was not an easy moment to keep peace. When your child is not verbal, peace when they're with a stranger seemed almost impossible. I'll tell you what, if, if, if for moms who don't know God and don't know in their in their heart of hearts, he is everywhere. I don't know how they would do it. Um, I can trust that if he can count the stars and call them by name, he certainly is where Nicholas is when I'm not there. And so that for me, um, that piece just from that verse, reminding myself, I'm not there. I'm not on that bus. I'm not with that new teacher. I'm not in that room where he's having his diapers changed or he's being fed. I'm not in that room, but I know that God is there. And so that is my peace. That is my only way, my only peace in those situations. Um, and so that was a really, really powerful one for me. And um, speaking of powerful, I would tell you, I think my favorite, um, my favorite of all of these maybe is God is all powerful and knowing that he can, he can intervene and divinely redirect and touch every situation and also trusting when he doesn't, right? So, um, you know, I, I'm reminded of the story of Esther where she's about to call for fasting and prayer because she believes that what she, her next step she's about to take will put her life in jeopardy and she might die. And so she says, the God we serve is able to save us from it, from this, you know, from, from death and extinguish, being extinguished. The God we serve is able to save us from it, and he will rescue us from your hand, O king, but even if he does not. And you can find that story about Esther. Um, I think that's in Daniel 3. You, you can know that God is all-powerful, even if 
what you've prayed for and he hasn't answered, or if that one thing you wanted him to be able to do, he didn't do. And I don't know if that makes sense, but there is something about knowing that he can and is allowing something to not be changed. There's some peace in that, if that makes sense. And I apologize. I read you a verse from Daniel um, of something Daniel said, and I told you it was Esther because I get my Old Testament stories mixed up. But that was from Daniel 3, and I know that because it's in my notes. Um, I'm a special needs mom, y'all. I, haven't, I didn't sleep very well last night. So, but I, but the, the truth remains that there is a peace to be found in knowing that he is all powerful and knowing and trusting that he will assert his power as is needed. Um, and so that, for me, that definitely brings me some peace um, in my chaos. So there's another, um, another truth here that I love about all knowing. Um, and it is that, you know, we talked about, I think this week we looked at Isaiah 46, 10, um, that my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways, my ways. As the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways and my thoughts higher than your thoughts. So because God has this bigger picture that we cannot see, um, that the verse knowing that God sees more and understands more. So he's all knowing. So I am a little bit knowing. I know me. I know my situation. I know as much as I can about my son and every intricate part of how he's knit together and made. But that's all I know. Having a, a trust and an understanding that God is all-knowing and he sees beyond the borders of my world, of my home, of my situation, of my little family, trusting that he sees beyond all of that to this great big picture, this beautiful tapestry that he's weaving together brings me a certain peace um, because, I, again, I think it goes back to trusting him, trusting that he is what I need. He is keeping me in perfect peace. He is, he is, he is peace, right? So um, just trusting that his thoughts and his ways are higher and better than mine is certainly um, a type of peace that I have from him. Um, let's see, let's go to number, the fourth day, which was faithful. And I love that. Um, in the world today, people don't keep their promises, but I have seen God be faithful in my own life when he, and then it was a fill in the blank. And that is so beautiful because um, I'm so, that, that's sort of the key of what I was getting at before. That's why I'm so honored to be able to speak with you and talk about this because I do, I have been doing this for 21 years. My son, Nicholas, is 21, and I can say that over 21 years, I have seen God be faithful. I have seen him be faithful when he answers my prayers, when he answers my prayers and comes through in a way I didn't see. I think that's my favorite part is that I will see a specific situation. God, we 
don't have a place for him. We don't have a school for him. We don't have a caregiver for him. We don't have a specialist for him to see. And I'm just so laser focused on that one little thing I need God to give me. And I've seen him over and over and over be faithful to provide bigger, better, broader, more wonderful answers than I could have prayed for. And I love that he does that. And I love that when that happens, I'm so assured of his faithfulness. And that does bring me so much peace because I can tell you that even now, I told you um, just a few weeks ago, I sat and wept um, over a situation with my son, a crisis that I, I just, it just broke my heart, broke me for a minute. But you know what? I was able to bounce back the resilience that God has instilled in me over the years of watching God come through helps me bounce back now. So I might have a minute where there, where peace leaves. But you know what? It truly wonderfully comes back and I'm able to gird myself up and know that God is faithful because I remember I have so much to look back on over the 21 years. I can still picture moments in waiting rooms for specialists or during procedures or questions that, you know, I can look back. I don't know if you keep a prayer journal, but I can look back in my prayer journal and see those cries of my heart that I wrote out and asked God to answer and please, please deliver us from. And I can see on the next few pages over, there it is. There's that answer. There's that praise report. There's that, that, that provision that God brought in. And it was always better. It was always bigger. It was always just so exactly what we needed and often in a way that I couldn't have even imagined and answered. So for me, knowing that he's faithful, that brings me such a peace after watching it for so many years. And the longer I've been trusting him, the longer I've been praying and then prayers answered, praying and then a situation turned, the more of that I've experienced, the easier it is for me to find peace in that. And that is just over time, testing and trying, testing and finding him true over and over to answer and to, and to provide has really, that's, that's where, that's how my peace can come back. And that's how I can get it back faster and easier. And like I said, be much more resilient than I was um, early on. And so the last one I want to just touch on is loving and kind and God being loving and kind and goodness knows that kindness, kindness towards special needs kids um, can be in short supply and a kind eye from, from peers or from other parents or from just generic random people in public. Sometimes kindness is really hard to find. And so leaning into God's loving kindness for me has been, I mean, it's been more than peace. Um, it's kind of been everything in different seasons, but certainly God's true love and kindness towards us um, is, is just so saving for us. 
um, you know, I, in, in reading through this, just this whole week, I was reminded of that old, old um, hymn, I think it is, that says, turn your eyes upon Jesus, look full in his wonderful face, and the things of earth will grow strangely dim in the light of his glory and grace. And that hymn, I don't know if you've ever heard it or remember it. If you haven't, I'll tell you what, go on YouTube. I found a great live version of it um, by Hillsong, I think. And so that, that hymn of the more we can remember and turn our eyes on Jesus, think on who he is. Think about him being everywhere, all-powerful, all-knowing, faithful, loving, and kind. The more we turn our eyes on that and look fully into that, every other situation that we're facing will grow, will grow dim. The worries, the challenges, those moments of crisis will diminish. They will seem smaller in the light of his glory and grace, in the light of his loving kindness. Everything else feels small it feels like I said diminished it feels like it can't overtake me when I reflect on all these attributes of God and what he is as I reflect on those um, peace really does come in like a flood it really does not only come in like a flood but it washes out all of the other worries and fears and momentary crisis that I'm, I'm thinking out and focused on as I just keep my eyes on these things that God is, that all really does um, grow smaller and move away and no longer um, can it feel my peace and can it feel my joy. And so that's what I wanted to share with you about for this week. Thank you, Becky, for letting me share my stories and thoughts. Um, and I pray for y'all to continue having a great time in this study. Melanie, thank you so much for sharing your heart with us. I knew that I wanted to bring you into this conversation for, for just the, those very same things that you shared because you are such a, um, just a wealth of knowledge and just have lived this life, the special needs life with grace and um, just teach us all how we can walk out this special needs journey. And so I'm so grateful for all that you shared. Now, listeners, you need to go check out Melanie's website. It's amazing. It's called Redefine Special. You can go read more about Melanie Gomez on her website there, Redefine Special. And then also check out her book. It's available through Amazon and it's called Bundle of Joy. And it's a devotional book to accompany your child's diagnosis. You can find that on Amazon. And so be sure to check that out. Again, Melanie, thank you so much. And we are just grateful for you. And friends, if you have not, be sure to go over to our website, check out our Peace in the Chaos series, and join us as we look for ways that we can truly find peace in the chaos of this crazy life that we're living in right now and as special needs parents. See you next week. Thank you for listening to the Rising Above Ministries podcast. If you like what you hear, please take a minute to leave us a rating and review. This helps others like you find our content more easily. You can learn more about how Rising Above Ministries is encouraging the special needs community 
by checking out our website at risingaboveministries.org or by finding us on Facebook and Instagram. We look forward to connecting with you.